Hello? Oh yeah. Yes. What's up? We are here with a very special guest, my friend and yours, Mr. Connor Lyle. Hello. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going good. Good. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, as you may know or may not know, Connor is the guitarist, vocalist for Condor and Jaybird. Boop. And he just released his own album as well called... My Favorite Songs by Other People. That's right. And it contains just that. A song from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Hell yeah. Released on New Year's Eve. Correct. Via Goldbird Recordings. Produced by Ryan Simpson of the Golden Fleece. Which is an amazing band from Peoria. Which you should go check out right now. Yes. So what made you want to do this album? Uh, well, we were kind of in a weird spot approaching our New Year's show where we weren't kind of really doing anything besides writing, preparing to record our next album, and I had a severe itch to get into the studio so I just did it. Actually, I heard uh, Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar on the radio. And I was like, damn, that song would be super fun to just do everything on. And <laughs> and that the idea kind of sprouted from that. And then I thought to do, you know, a song from each decade. And probably songs that people I guess wouldn't expect me to do probably <laughs> right right what were all the songs on there uh Sherry by Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons Hats Off to Larry by Del Shannon Heartbreaker and Calling All Girls by Queen which is kind of a deep cut by them <laughs> yeah definitely definitely <laughs> how long did it take for you to put out the whole thing from start to finish uh, we recorded the album in a day because Ryan and I had a lot of coffee and a lot of motivation to get it done. And then I went down another weekend because he has, you know, all the equipment to actually print discs and stuff. Right. So did that all in a day as well. Ordered some CD sleeves off a cool website which I will not plug here <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah I mean that that all took no time and it was so much fun so Hell much yeah. fun super rare did you release it online at all no just one song yeah on my youtube channel youtube.com slash c slash QC Condor. That's right. <laughs> Go there. Subscribe now. 
I'll plug everything that's mine, but not people that provide materials for my album. <laughs> <laughs> now, what all do you do on your YouTube channel? Do you do uh, uh, random videos and things? Yeah, I have done random videos. Yeah, I don't have any sort of themes in my videos, but mm -hmm. uh, I've had a lull of content because I've been trying to get to 100 subscribers so I could change the URL because I can't really tell people to check out my YouTube channel <laughs> yeah. when it's like a bunch of random letters, you know? God damn you, YouTube. <laughs> So I somehow got over a hundred and so now I'm gonna do a lot more content. And also Oh no, I no. I'm not gonna say anything about Condor and Jaybird. Correct. But there are big things. I also hate it when bands say stuff like that, but <laughs> there will be a big announcement very soon via the Condor team yes sir stay tuned now um you want to talk a little bit how did the band start how did what led to condor and jaybird's formation um well as you know i moved after high school on a whim to california and i moved back <laughs> <laughs> and i was desperately looking to play in a band and I jammed with a couple different bands uh, but I met Jeremy around that same time when I was kind of jamming with bands that weren't really going anywhere I just met Jeremy and he was kind of in the same boat looking for someone to jam with and not play any a particular type of music just whatever and so we started writing songs together and it went really smoothly um, and yeah that's pretty much how that happened uh, yeah yeah and how long has it been together now five years this will be our sixth year uh this june yeah june is when june 2013 is when we released our first song i might even have that wrong this is what happens when jeremy is not with me <laughs> it could be july 2013 it could be august 2013 that all sounds right to me we played our first show halloween of 2013 so and we played one song that we had. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And now you've strictly just been playing guitar for the longest time, but you also are basically a multi-instrumentalist, as well as drums, a little bit of piano, correct? Yeah, drums were the first instrument I ever played. Uh, that's what I really wanted to play when I was a little kid because of my cousin. He played drums and had a big you know, adult-sized drum set that I couldn't even reach. Yeah. And I also thought Ringo was super cool. But then when I got a, a little older, like around 10 years old, I 
started thinking that, you know, George was cool. <laughs> and I wanted to be more like him. He said when you were 10? Yeah. And how old were you? When you did you ever start playing drums, or did you just have an interest in them when you were young? Yeah, I got my first drum set because I started really trying to play my cousin's set when I was like six, I think. I got my first little first active drum set around there. My dad drew me a Beatles kickhead uh, kick drum cover that had the logo on it. And, uh, And I beat the shit out of it and was actually you know, really trying to play and learn on my own. And so my parents decided that I could, you know, utilize a a nice drum set. And they got me a drum set from Mr. Money, Mm -hmm. which isn't even around anymore. (laughs) Uh, I was in third grade, so I'd been like 10 years old or so. Or no, eight years old, right? Um. Yeah, about eight years old when I got my first real drum set. Yeah. And I got, like, my grandpa got me hi-hats, like, real Sabian hi-hats for Christmas that year. I was begging for them. And I'd just play along with Beatles songs and Weezer, stuff like that. Right. (laughs) And then, yeah, guitar, I started when I was 10. Started taking lessons around like 12 years old I think around when we met is Uh like when I started guitar lessons actually taking it seriously and then I I took piano lessons from my grandma as a kid but I wasn't really into it you know didn't really spark my interest until later and now I'm grateful or that one piano lesson I took. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> now, and you both, you, well, you come from both uh, musical parents, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it was them that mainly uh, made it, might have had an influence on you when you were younger to get you in that direction as far as music? or Definitely, yeah. Uh, especially with the guitar playing. My dad shreds super hard I think and I made him teach me how to play because I knew he was really good he was the first person that taught me uh, chords to a song uh, Yoda by Weird Al (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) he taught me the chords to that and then I started taking lessons from his friend who gives lessons full time Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah and my mom sings you know and when I was a kid she would sing for people's weddings and sing with some bands live and stuff and so she got me into you know some singing programs and like holiday pops I remember going to that (laughs) like going into Moline High School as a little ass kid and just being like yeah this place is huge yeah and like i remember god it's so strange to think about i remember before i ever hit puberty like checking my range on the piano 
you know, to see where I would sit in the choir. Right. It's just so weird how, how much your voice changes. <laughs> right. I remember go- being able to go so high, you know, and there there are notes now that I couldn't even imagine not hitting <laughs> falsetto. You know? Right, right. Um, now, you said you were signed up for, like, the singing program sometimes. That was... That wasn't like school related, was it? Because you never did anything like band or anything like through school. No, it was all like kind of just basically a, on your own time. Holiday pipe, holiday pops was really cool because you audition and it's it's like a kids choir, but you sing with the Quad City Symphony mm-hmm. Orchestra at the Mark. Like that was insane. That that is why definitely one of the reasons why I always wanted to be in a band with a decent draw you know because i'll always remember walking out to a full <laughs> arena you know yeah it's right. just like they're not there to just see me but i get to be part of what all these people want to see you know definitely and that was crazy as a kid it's just like oh my god it's like how shea stadium looked you know that's how mm-hmm. i felt as you know probably yeah, eight definitely. years old i mean that was back when people called it oh no was still named the mark yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i performed at the mark of the quad cities fuck that tax slayer center bullshit <laughs> the tax slayer <laughs> you're just talking about this i would just buy it back and just rename it the mark <laughs> but uh and then you didn't start getting into bands until like later like with through high school with us and stuff and everything yeah, my first band was with you. Whoa. Shut up. Believe it or not, deep, deep cut. Deep. <laughs> no, <laughs> deep just uh, cuts. Yeah, me and you had bullshit bands, and bullshit. then we had a real band. Yeah, it always starts with bullshit bands. <laughs> bullshit bands have to exist. You have to... That's what, like, sparks your, you know, like, desire. Really? Like, I mean... Yeah. For you, me, anyway. You want to do all of these things that bands do like have an internet presence <laughs> have a strong name logo and then you're like oh yeah we need music Fuck. so yeah 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 you just start drawing you shit in your nowhere. notebook at school it's like we got a name we got a logo <laughs> yeah. we got fucking you know everything we got a myspace now oh yeah we're and now, official and it's like fuck we just need to get some music <laughs> and then everyone is too scared to bring music to the table or like <laughs> You or sit too in a room. inexperienced. Yeah. I yeah. remember like just the idea of starting like bands with friends. That's what got me into like wanting to pursue like uh, bass guitar and shit. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was like, fuck, yeah, I really want to like just get into that. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I want a bass or something. Like yeah. That. So then I got one. <laughs> yeah. For like Christmas or something. Uh, God. There were so many bands that we came up with, you know, just yeah. us alone. And then and then evolved know. into more serious type mm-hmm. band, I guess, actually with music at this time. Yeah. And then playing shows and yeah. So Sons on. of Apollo. Ooh, shout out. Sons which is Apollo. now now a band, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like gaining popularity. <laughs> so I'm definitely not talking about that band. <laughs> it's really funny, dude. I found their album at Co-op, uh, and I've seen them on some like threads on the internet of people recommending them, and I'm like, whoa. Mm. 
How'd you find out about my high school band? <laughs> Dude, we're finally blowing up. Yeah, it's the deep, deep side of MySpace. <laughs> but yeah, Sons of Apollo was the first band that I ever played shows, you know, like that that first open mic night we played. <laughs> I will never forget that. Oh, man. I was so nervous that my voice would crack at the mic, which it did. It always getting over like, those like first time hurdles just getting used to just the whole yep just playing shows like, mm-hmm. yeah so that's yeah, good you've had a lot of practice of just ironing out your uh skills and everything as far yeah as that. um and then that led to crickerous afterwards mm-hmm. correct? which was was that after high school or was that still in high that school? that was still in high school that was uh because we had to been like seniors then, that was or? junior year junior and year. senior year yeah. and the beginning of 2011 i think we stopped the band in may or april 2011 around there that was our last show but that was the first band that i felt was taken a little more seriously as in like I guess we were a little older then, you know, we knew how to promote and we were playing bigger shows. Mm -hmm. But that's also due to the hard work of other bands. That's the other important thing is, you know, not everyone's just there to see you and you can never think like that. Right. Uh, But yeah, in Crickerous, that was like the first time we were playing to packed places and it was like scary (laughs) you know and Mm -hmm. uh god mixtapes then in east moline that was like such an amazing venue it seems so long ago yeah all this shit yeah it was uh 10 years ago 2009 Mm -hmm. because i keep forgetting it's 2019 and we still had well sons of Apollo shows in 2009 too because i got the poster yeah we were still going uh Cause that's crazy. You said Crickers was junior senior year, mm-hmm. so long ago. Cause like that means like Sons of Apollo's like sophomore year, junior year. Yeah, it shit. was the 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 early stage. Well, you know, we fucked around with like our fake bands back in like junior high and all that. Yeah, same with Jacob. And, and then yeah, me and Jacob got in to shout out poor Bill. <laughs> and what <laughs> to, was your uh, band? Um, yeah, me and Jacob started like when we were like through. I don't. It had to have been like. What were well, you we called? really got into it heavily more into ninth grade and shit, I think. And it was, well, we first started out as The Chronic. The Chronic, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was, the, and you had the live on the. Yeah, the plank or live, whatever. Yeah, yeah, just like home videos of like playing and shit like that and just doing bullshit. Yep. And then that, uh, I think we were, I don't really know if we, uh, oh yeah. So then by the time, that was like, I think like eighth grade and shit, because I think by the time we got into like, high school and like freshman year um we did the fucking it was seventh period sounds they had that that <gasps> talent show in high school you remember <laughs> yeah and we dude, played instrumental we, song yeah and me and jacob played that and i remember okay we went under oh, the name of tolji wood yeah that's right you guys <laughs> did that I wasn't even involved in that right right that was just that, you and that jacob. was like yeah me and jacob did that and well Yes, because yeah, we did one later. We did one at, or something. Yeah, like yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, we did. Like the next year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Our drummer, uh, yeah, oh, our yeah. drummer. We 
he had to get like a a visitor's pass to the school. <laughs> and remember, he, uh, we played some instrumental song. I remember, but yeah. that was the year before, like you and Jacob did these your thing a year before, and then mm-hmm. we did right, yeah, because I swear ours was seventh or I mean ninth grade when me and Jacob did it. Because mm-hmm. it had to have been, I guess, mm-hmm. because. Um, yeah, we were under the name of Told You Would, which is just like us from some Alice in Wonderland shit. <laughs> and then I think because we played that, I think that's what got you into it more, like wanting to come on. And then it was yeah. basically us three kind of trying to jam. Mm-hmm. And then we remember we, it was like Jump the Gun, <laughs> <laughs> which was what? A Jump Beatles reference gun. or something? Yeah, it's uh, Happiness is a Warm Gun. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Cause I remember doing shit with that name, <laughs> like, um, um, and then yeah, that turned into like Sons of Apollo, and we had a drummer. So yeah, we had a drummer, and ladies and gentlemen, some keyboards, that's, yeah, and all that shit. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, so yeah, crickers and everything, and that went after high school too. You mm-hmm. So. What, how long, when did that end then, Crickers? 2011. Yeah, and then? Then I moved away for that summer. Came back, like, towards the end, like, beginning of fall. Yeah. And, yeah, when I came back, I was just, like, looking for work and then started to get really bored at work. And wanted to start a band again. Right. And then that, yeah, full circle. And things always finally start falling into place. Yeah. Uh, like, I I met Jeremy randomly uh, through, like, one of my old friends uh, lived with his girlfriend, or Jeremy's girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And... We just randomly met. Turns out he played in a band called Dividing the Masses, which we as Crickerous played with all the fucking time. Like, we played on so many bills with them. And they were really good and always really nice to us, but I never really got to know them then. Mm-hmm. Turns out Jeremy was there, like, the whole time. <laughs> and, yeah, and now it's like I feel like I've known Jeremy forever. You know, it's not even, you know, it's like us. Right. When we talk to each other. Definitely, definitely. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I've known you longer than anybody. Well. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I definitely know what you mean. (laughs) Um, And now, you guys, this Condor and Jaybird now, gaining pretty good popularity and everything. Uh, Did it... Did you always, uh, from the get-go, take it pretty seriously, or did you think it was just, like, fucking around at first, or did you aim for Because I'm sure you had the desire to, like, want to get out there again and start playing bigger shows and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think it took too long, right? Like, no. you guys started getting out there pretty good. I guess. Touring and everything. Like, how long was it before you, like, got out on tour the first time? Um. Well, I don't know. Looking back on it, you know, our show's getting bigger and stuff. Uh, 
definitely doesn't seem like it took that long. But during the time, it felt like, you know, we were playing a ton of shows to where no one would come, you know. Oh, definitely. And, and that has to happen. But then we started meeting all these people that weren't just our really close friends that, like, felt the need they had to come to the show, you know, to support <laughs> us. Yeah. Uh, and all these people would start coming to every show and, you know, driving from Muscatine and or people that from the area and just started gaining traction. And uh, we went on our first tour in 2016, so that would have been our third year as a band. Mm-hmm. So up until that point, we were just doing the local shows. But before we went on that tour, you know, we did the Power Release show. And that is is just one of the best nights of my life. Uh, never thought we'd play a show that big. And, and it be our own show, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we had to fucking sell 300 tickets to play with a really <laughs> big band and play to a crowd like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that was, like, definitely one of the proudest moments of my life, but not proud of myself, just proud to be able to work with all the people that I get to work with. Right, right. Creatively, especially Jeremy and Bryson, they're, like, big driving force behind... Mm-hmm. All very Condor gifted. and Jaybird. Yeah. Yeah, and fucking, uh, I don't know if most people know. <laughs> not uh, You did have a separate drummer, which we don't want to mention. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> way, way back. Oh, my God. There's still probably some early video out there. Oh, there is. The, uh, <laughs> there is, yeah. We had a first we had a drummer before Bryson, and it was a fucking nightmare. And that's when everything was... Well, I mean, I don't know... I don't really know how many shows you guys played with him, but... Two. Yeah, one, well, yeah like, because mm-hmm. you just started. So once Bryson got in there, it was, like, really smooth. <laughs> yeah. Way fucking better. Yeah, Bryson... Uh, I also didn't know him until Jeremy introduced me to him. And Jeremy knew him previously? Yep. They were in bands together in high school. And uh, he was just like, hey, my friend Bryson is interested in, like, not auditioning, but, you know, coming to jam with us. And uh, we gelled super hard. And now, I mean, yeah, Bryson is just, like, such a dear, dear friend. Right. You know, I... It's just like Jeremy, I just feel really, really comfortable with him. Like, one of my best friends in the world, and mm-hmm. I love playing music with him. He, his rhythm is incredible, and we just, like, crack each other up at practice all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah, still to this day. Oh, yeah. And that's important. You just gotta, just gotta flow like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't fun... You know, we wouldn't be doing it. Definitely. So what do you see for the future of that? Just keep pumping out a bunch of albums? Yeah. uh, Bigger shows, tours. All I will say is we are releasing our next album this spring and going to do a big tour 
promoting that album. The much anticipated its end of the trilogy. It yeah, the effect? that was Jeremy's r- original vision when we decided to do our first full length. And when we came up with the concept of the kingdom at first, he was kind of pitched the idea of, you know, kingdom power glory. Right. But then after the power release show, we were just like on fire and pumped out that third record Mm -hmm. just because we were really feeling it. You know, there was a big drive there. And that's cool to pump out other things in between, too, while you have this Mm -hmm. larger project always, Mm -hmm. you know, behind that. But I definitely feel like this will be the proper uh, follow-up to The Power, you know, skipping that little short record, because that also wasn't really a full length. But, uh, And we're going to tour properly, you know, with a lot of merch, and we're going to put our new album on vinyl which i'm super excited about that's what i'm most excited about yeah that's fucking crazy you guys have also done lots of other uh specialty things do you do cassette regularly or have you done cassette before we did uh the first two records on cassette and then we did one of the first goldbird recording releases was a split cassette with Golden Fleece's second album and our third album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we toured three times, or no, we toured twice with those cassettes and still didn't get rid of all of them. That was, uh, we probably won't do tapes again Yeah, <laughs> as a band. Maybe Goldbird will put some out, but yeah, right. I, I don't really have any interest in it. I'm sorry, tape collectors. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I apologize. <laughs> You're going to get some fucking hate mail now. <laughs> <laughs> and then also you've done super limited, uh, I remember you did the uh, visual album thing, VHS. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is actually, yeah, that's going to be happening again with the new album. Nice. I don't want to say all these things, but. I just did. We don't have to there say There will probably more. be a visual mm. album with wink, wink. Might be, maybe, big ol' maybe, wink, wink. Really a don't. visual Can't album. Can't say at this point until we have further details gathered. <laughs> Stay tuned for further notice. <laughs> oh, and, oh, God. Yeah, the, oh, there's something I want to say I can't. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I can. We're not exclusive. Uh, With the album, we're going to be dropping three music videos. uh, And Bryson, Jeremy, and myself are each going to not direct, but, you know, we'll be in charge of the look of it and all the storyboarding Mm. and all that for each one. You know, we'll, we'll each have our take on a song and a cool video to go along with it. Fuck yeah. I'm stoked for that. Yes. Because I haven't really... You know, we've collaborated on all our music videos, so now it's going to be cool when it's like kind of one person directing it all. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) 
Very big plans, big news, big things coming soon. Yes. Do <laughs> <laughs> you pl- ever plan to do any more uh, solo releases? Or yes. Whether it be other, like, just fun covers or, like, even originals and things yes. like that. <laughs> uh, actually, today I decided, because I woke up and... Well, first of all, I shot up out of bed and thought I had to go to work. And then I remembered it was Saturday. And that's always a good feeling. Right. And I drank a drink that I won't plug here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Bang Energy, which is insanely packed with caffeine, zero sugar. We'll now I'm just plugging soon. it. <laughs> I'm just straight up plugging it now. Just drink bang. Uh, and then I was listening to some Schoolhouse Rock songs. And I messaged Ryan immediately. And I was like, hey, I want to do this song. Would you play flute on it? Because he plays flute. And I was like, we could sing all these different cartoon voice parts. <laughs> And he was like, please, let's do this now. And so I'm thinking of doing like maybe not all schoolhouse rock, but maybe, you know, some cartoon songs or something, some SpongeBob songs. And uh, uh, yes, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking about it because I was considering doing another short little cover album like a series but i think i'll do cartoon songs next nice not movie songs though okay like, <laughs> i don't want to attempt like you know disney songs or anything oh like yeah i'd probably get sued anyway <laughs> yeah you don't want i don't know if you want to test those waters be like we found out uh <laughs> you made five dollars and fifty cents <laughs> off uh prince ali you know <laughs> fucking going to prison for the rest of your life <laughs> yeah it's like it just charges 99 cents on itunes automatically <laughs> i gave it away for free on yeah. my band camp i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but so personally where do you see yourself in terms of music like what do you want any things you want to happen or things you just you just taking as you go as far as uh, like future like you want to do it full time is that an end goal yeah, I definitely want to do it full-time. Uh, I want to tour full-time, definitely. Uh, that's my goal, because that is the most fun beyond playing shows. It's just playing shows in different places and meeting a lot of different people. Uh, and as far as music, I just always... I never want to lose my motivation to keep learning and I never want to feel like I've mastered an instrument, you know, because mm-hmm. that's just impossible. And I always have to remind myself of that. Like, there are people, there's always going to be somebody better than you, but of course, but not everybody's going to think that, you know? Yeah. You know, there could be, there's always someone better than you, but someone's going to like you more. True. And that goes for everyone. (laughs) So, 
I don't get hung up on those things and just always practice. Right. I always practice and practice piano all the time, practice guitar all the time, and I practice singing constantly, whether it be just under my breath. You know, I'm always going to be flexing my vocals so they don't go away. Right. Got to hone them skills, keep them sharp. (laughs) (laughs) My end goal is to have a glasses tech. I don't want roadie. I don't want a guitar tech. I want someone with freshly cleaned, sweat-free glasses for me to put on as soon as I get off stage. That um that would be a dream come true. I that's the worst part of shows for me. By the end of our set, I can't see anything. I'm just like when I'm saying thanks to anyone or anything on the mic at the end, I'm just speaking to the sweat on my glasses. I can't see a fucking thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, give me a glasses tech. Yeah, that's how you know you've made it. Yep, end goal. I don't want to sell a bunch of records. I don't want a bunch of money. It's I want about the important to, things. Yeah. Like, and that person would live, live the life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if I had the opportunity for that, they would be living it up. Definitely. In their downtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, do you want to keep learning new instruments all the time? Yes. I, I would love to keep learning. Uh. The next thing I'd like to learn, or I'd like to get, is a theremin, for sure. Those are so much fun. Yeah, it looks uh, like it. I would, but I'd, you don't really learn how to play those, you know. Uh, I guess I'd kind of like to learn, I don't know. But I do want to keep learning instruments. <laughs> right. Any other ones you have in mind? Mm, well, I wish I could play like the clarinet and the flute and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or the saxophone. I've just always had trouble with that. All those instruments I can never get a sound out of. Hmm. Any instrument I've played with a bow, I can't do it. It's just oh yeah, like I I always thought it would be fun. Like I'd like to learn cello or something. Mm-hmm. And then one time, like years was years ago now, I like I bought like a violin and tried to teach myself. Oh that. yeah, and like, wasn't it, it was, white? Like, yeah, a white violin. Yeah, it was like hard as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, like because I don't know if like I mean all kinds of people can play violin, but it's like my fingers are too big. It's like the movement of the notes is like so sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I can play it clunky, you know, for me to play, like <laughs> plucking it. But as soon as I do a bow, it's just but I, <laughs> yeah, a violin, yeah, it's crazy because it's so like high pitched. Mm-hmm. But I would do think I would enjoy cello if I could pick that up. That'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. But it'd be awesome to have the time and like 
I guess, money to buy these instruments and mm-hmm. stuff. Acquire, but like eventually, just write like your own orchestra or something. Yeah, score a movie. Yeah, kind of stuff. <laughs> That's that is one thing I want to do is uh, get the guitar synth that they have. You buy the special pickup that has like six pickups for each string, and mm. uh, you can have any sound on your guitar. And I want to write a full like orchestral album but with a guitar just through your guitar but with you know clarinets and all sorts of instruments I think that'd be so much fun yeah that'd be super wild hell yes I don't even know if that lava lamp's gonna start or not it's just a solid mess it looks cool it's like a was it some kind of like organ on display? Yeah, it something? looks like a fetus. <laughs> like this is the head right here. Is that too explicit for YouTube? Oh. There you go. Oh, are we on YouTube? Yeah. We'll I said everywhere. a bunch of cuss words. I didn't know we were oh, on no. YouTube. We're going to get a... That's... Dude. We're going to get a copyright strike from uh, Fuck Mart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be using that word That's our word That's a trademark Yeah Haven't you heard both? Great value fuck We don't have the lawyers To back us up yet <laughs> so This show is gonna be Non-existent very soon <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah Well thank you for being here sir uh-huh. Any other announcements? I know you uh Oh <gasps> No it's fine Oh <laughs> It We're still here. Me. It scared me. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, you just do your YouTube channel by yourself, and then you have all your Condo and Jaybird links. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you have a Spotify, check out Condor and Jaybird. Uh, look us up on YouTube. Look up my channel on YouTube, QC Condor. Shout Condor hyphen jaybird.bandcamp.com you can buy all our albums for free or for whatever you want there have been very gracious people that have sent us a lot of money for even just one song you know and we're super grateful for that because that only goes into more merch and that's it like any money that we get is gonna go into the band into putting on better shows and just doing things bigger every time definitely uh and yeah i mean that's all that's all i can plug right now because yeah i put out that album but i also promoted the shit out of it and i promised i would stop after new year's <laughs> <laughs> oh nope so i'm nope. gonna keep promoting now <laughs> <laughs> if you want it there are three copies left at ragged records in davenport Ooh. if anyone is still listening go snatch that shit up immediately super limited rare you're gonna want this can we end this by making some noises? That'd be great. I wish I was wearing headphones. 
Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Go check out some more of that shit. Condor Jaybird. Big announcements coming soon. All right. It's 2019, motherfuckers. All right. Peace. Goodbye. Hey, hey, hey.